Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Nobody. It is a gorgeous sunny Sunday here in Cornwall, and I've spent the morning rambling along the north coast with my walking group, where we enjoyed a five-mile ramble to a beautiful, iconic place called Bedruthan Steps. It was glorious. I'm now home with Purdy sleeping beside me and she is softly snoring and it's very, very cute. And I'm feeling very cosy after a lovely day outdoors. It was sunny but cold and it was that perfect mix of just crisp, fresh air. It was beautiful. But I also thought, what better time than now to talk about today's topic how I create and hopefully accomplish an autumn reset. Now, I have been getting right into the spirit of Halloween. Recently, I have done a couple of nights out that have really bolstered my autumnal feeling and it's been been great. So on Friday, I went to Tahiti Woods, which if you know Tahiti Woods, you'll know that it's this beautiful woodland area where lots of people go walking it's a it's just a great place to go out with your dogs but the company rogue theater have their annual halloween show in the woods they also have other seasonal shows as well but my favorite is always the halloween show and if you're looking for a night out where you will expect lots of giggles plenty of silliness and some pretty damn good hot chocolate then the rogue theater is definitely the way to go and it's also just great to go and spend some time in the woods at night time because I like spending time outside when it's when it's dark of course I like to be with people when I'm doing this because I would get a bit spooked if I was by myself but walking through to Hiddy Woods when it's all lit up with um, fairy lights and it's very interactive as you walk through the woods to get to where you're seated And then you're sat on hay bales underneath a tarpaulin kind of marquee thing uh, with the show in front of you. And it's just so, so magical. And being there whilst it's dark outside, it just really adds to that atmosphere. So I definitely recommend going to see their show before before it ends, which I think I think is only on for a short while. So, yeah, don't miss out on that. This isn't sponsored, by the way. (laughs) I'm just sharing with you the things that I love because definitely recommend it. Then on Saturday I was invited to Padstow. Um, Actually I was invited to Harlan Bay which is, is it in Padstow or or near Padstow? Gosh my Cornish geography is rubbish tonight. Anyway it was Harlan Bay and it was with the chain The Pig Hotel and the event was held in their lobster shed. You need to go online and have a look at what I'm talking about because it will make sense when you see the pictures online. But basically it was in a, they call it a shed, but it was a fancy shed with fairy lights everywhere. And there was music and food and people and alcohol. We, we were welcomed with a bramble fizz. It was just, oh, it was delicious. I'm still full now. <laughs> but it was just so delicious. And what I liked about that evening was going in, I went with my best friend and the whole point of that evening is to sit sit around tables with people and just have conversations whilst you're eating really delicious wood-fired home-grown homemade food and I knew no one there apart from my friend and you're sat around tables with strangers and by the end of the night you're laughing with each other and just talking about all sorts and it's just a really great way of of meeting new people and having a having a lovely sociable night out as well as being more sociable than normal I have been getting out the spooky films and have rewatched a few of the old classics two of which are my absolute favorite films and I will watch regardless of whether it's Halloween or not and those two films are Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic and I've already seen them this month And I plan to watch them at least four more times because I just love them so much. I also watched a new series on Netflix. um, What was it called? The Fall of the House of Usher, I think it's called. Very weird, but definitely my kind of film, uh, my kind of series, sorry. And 
yeah, if you're into a bit of the spooky, spooky viewing, then I recommend that. Um, but I have been re-watching some of the old classic films, like I do like the old slasher films, and then you know, Friday the 13th and Halloween's and all those kinds of films. So yeah, definitely been re-watching some of the classics, which I love this time of year because it means all of those great films come back on TV and come out on Netflix, etc. So yes, loving the horror films. I'm also in the midst of persuading my friend to come with me to a pumpkin patch because I want to pick up a couple of beauties and carve them because I haven't done that for a few years now and I just think it would be so fun and wholesome to have an evening with my friend. Um, I really want to watch that film Coraline as well. It's a animated film. I think it's Tim Burton actually. But I um, really want to watch Coraline whilst carving some pumpkins. It sounds like a perfect night to me. So yes, I am in the midst of trying to persuade her to do that with me. Although... I think I've already persuaded her. I, I sent her a message the other day and was like, do you fancy coming to a pumpkin patch to pick up some pumpkins to carve? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. So it's more about finding a time to do it now. Autumn and Halloween are well and truly here in this household and I couldn't be happier. In today's episode, I thought I'd whitter on about some autumn slash winter things I do to reset myself and ready myself for the months ahead. So with the clocks changing at the weekend, I am definitely mentally preparing myself for the dark mornings and evenings. And although I'm feeling that autumn vibe, I am someone that can get quite low during these months. So I've started looking at ways in which I can really look after myself to ensure I make it to the new year in a, well, in a healthy state of mind, to put it quite frankly. And there are various things that I have done continue to do and want to do in order to make sure that I am my healthiest best person that I can be and in this episode I thought I would share some of my wisdom if you want to call it that from what I found over the last few years that I've done and also through sitting down and coming up with some ideas of how I can best prepare myself for this time of year because I know many of us struggle with with the darker mornings and nights and it is very easy to disappear into yourself and just want to hibernate and as much as I love doing that I'm not sure it's always the most healthiest option for me and it does mean that I end up isolating myself quite a bit because all I want to do is be at home and as much as I know that that is sometimes a really positive thing to do there are other times when I do it because not for the right reasons. So in this episode, I thought I would just share a few things that I'm doing and hopefully you will find these ideas that you can potentially put into your day-to-day life or they may be things that you're already doing or there might be things that work better for you than the things that I've been saying. So I think the most important takeaway from this episode is just to keep it simple and don't overwhelm yourself because I did find when writing this episode I was like I need to find interesting ways to share with the people that listen to this podcast of how I will have an autumn reset when in actual fact it is really simple things that you can do and that I want to do and will do in order to have a positive autumn reset. All I will say is don't see this as a a check sheet for you to tick off everything I'm doing in order to have a successful reset because down the line I might might find that it doesn't always work well for me and that I have to change things up or that I may need to do something different. But it is, for me, a really great opportunity to sit down and really think about the things that work for me and how I can ensure that I go into this next part of the year feeling healthy mentally and physically so yeah hopefully you will find this interesting. One thing I do want to reiterate is that not everything I do will work for you and these are very small changes uh, that I'm trying to incorporate into my life during this autumn and winter reset as I transition from spring and summer And what I'm really trying not to do is 
to beat myself up if I don't do everything I plan to do or to spend my time getting overwhelmed at not resetting in the same way other others do. I find there are many vlogs on YouTube and influencers across social media who share spend a autumn day with me, reset with me, spend a slow Sunday with me. They share these types of videos and posts and it, and it can become all-consuming and quite overwhelming and it has happened to me before when I've sat there watching vlog after vlog after vlog because I do enjoy watching other people's lives and how they spend their time and choose to spend their time but it does mean that I'm I'm trying to compare myself and live a life that is someone else's because it looks like they're living this really fantastic fulfilling life with the vlogs that they're sharing. What I remind myself daily and something that I would like to remind everyone that listens to this is that influencers are sharing content to inspire you but their main reasons are to get those views and so they will jump on trends in order to be relevant and if you search on YouTube now for for vlogs a lot of them will be these reset with me and these um, spend a day with me or my autumn favourites and very specific to this time of year and I suppose in a way I'm doing the same with this episode but for me it's because I know there are things that I am doing that will work for those that don't have a lot of time because I do work Monday to Friday and I do have quite a busy life outside of work and a lot of these um, influencers on YouTube or Instagram their job is content creation and I think it's fantastic and I would love to be able to create content for a living but what I need to remind myself is that I don't have the time available to me that these influencers do who are sharing these types of um, vlogs. So it's easy to get yourself wrapped up in what these people are doing and comparing yourself and your lives to what they're doing and wondering why you cannot fit it in when really, in reality, you're working 37, 40 hours a week. You have kids you have animals you have a social life you have hobbies you have you know some people have two three jobs and it's not always easy to to do all of these things to have a perfect autumnal reset which is why I thought it'd be really great to share what I'm doing because they are very tiny things in comparison to some of the things that are shown on YouTube and Yes, these these vlogs can be inspiring and they've they've given me lots of ideas and how I can change certain elements of my day to bring more fulfillment or romanticizing certain parts of my day to just bring a little bit of extra joy and I do love watching those vlogs for those for those reasons. But as I've said, while some of what they do might be a part of their day-to-day life, I know for a fact it is unrealistic to keep keep it up on a regular basis. It is their job to create content and whilst I enjoy watching it, I also have to remind myself that it isn't realistic to someone like myself unless I am getting up at four o'clock every morning (laughs) and that will not happen. Although it can inspire you to do something similar, it can also increase the stress of having to live up to those expectations. But what I remind myself is that influencers are only sharing probably a 30-40 minute video of very carefully created moments that will entice you to watch and therefore create views and an income which is ultimately what they are doing these vlogs for, it's to create an income. Before I share my reset wisdom I thought I would talk about my current drink of choice whilst recording this episode because this is a segment I have been including in my previous episodes and I quite enjoy sharing with you my my drink of choice. So with it being autumn and with this being an autumn reset conversation today, I wanted something warming and just very cosy to drink. So I decided upon a simple Malteser hot chocolate and it is hitting the spot. Of course, I also chose my very aptly shaped pumpkin mug to sip from and 
I haven't put that in my list of things that I'm doing over the coming months to reset. I didn't put in buying a autumnal mug, but I definitely recommend it because there's nothing better than sitting there drinking my hot drink from a pumpkin shaped mug. <laughs> so yes, definitely recommend going out and getting yourself a new mug. Although I am not advocating for spending money because one thing I do want to say about this episode today is that a lot of what I am talking about is free because in many of the vlogs I've seen on YouTube people suggest going out and spending fortunes to create a autumnal vibe and although I do like getting myself a new mug or maybe a autumnal scented candle like cinnamon or pumpkin or whatever those fragrances are that bring that vibe to your house. I do find it hard watching these vlogs when they're going out and spending hundreds of pounds on products and food and drink and coffees (laughs) and although I am a coffee fiend I have found ways to make my coffees at home to still bring my joy to the coffee drinking but not so I'm spending £10 a day on cups of coffee. So yes, a lot of what I'm sharing today will hopefully be things that you can do without spending any money. But I do recommend a pumpkin mug. (laughs) And I think I got mine from Sainsbury's. I also think I need to branch out and maybe try something a bit more seasonal in my pumpkin mug because I've only got caramel flavoured lattes, mochas and what's the other thing I'm drinking oh my hot chocolates I do think I need to go out and see what they have in the supermarkets where I can get a bit more of a pumpkin spiced themed drink maybe so I may I may spend a few pounds on some nice autumnal drinks but I'm not advocating for spending lots of money anyway now that you know what I'm drinking let's crack on with this episode the first thing I put on my reset list if you want to call it a list is to embrace slow living now I am someone that lives life quite fast paced and not because I want to but because I seem to end up cramming in so many different things because I feel that I need to see all the people and I need to do all the things and if I'm not working I'm walking and if I'm not walking I'm seeing family or friends and it's all things that I love to do but I do have to be mindful about slowing down and embracing that that slow living and that is definitely something that I plan to do during the next few months um, because it is also the time of year where people spend less time going out and about doing things unless it's obviously daytime but evening wise which is when I cram in all the stuff that I'm trying to do evenings and weekends. I I do feel that that more people will want to spend more time at home or maybe doing more gentle things. And that is something that I'm going to try and actively encourage myself to do, which is to embrace the slow living. So for me, it's more about the mindset than the doing and trying to remind myself to be more mindful of my choices rather than getting too swept up in what I should be doing. It's about doing things that bring you genuine joy and not because you feel you should be doing it because everyone else is doing it. And again, this is something that I found through looking at various vlogs. You know, you see people going out and about doing all these amazing adventurous things throughout autumn and I'm like, should I be doing this to be having a fulfilling autumnal reset when in actual fact it is just reminding yourself to be more mindful of your choices and doing things that will actually bring you genuine joy rather than doing those things because you know other people are doing it it's not adding that extra pressure to your days another thing on my reset list is getting cozy Now this is something that I am quite a pro at doing because I love nothing more than coming home from work or coming home from a ramble and bunkering down and getting cosy under blankets. I just love blankets and I'm currently looking at a basket filled with with many 
many blankets, all of which I will rotate on a regular basis because sometimes I want something that's a bit soft, sometimes I want something that's thick and I just love having that choice of cosiness. But for me, I want to try and make the most of the cosy nights and almost romanticise those horrible darker evenings which I know that a lot of us will struggle with. So what I've found works well for me is coming home, lighting a candle and making my living space more comfortable and cosy. In the mornings when those mornings become darker and you wake up at seven o'clock and you think it's still two o'clock in the morning but in actual fact it is 7am, it's maybe getting up 10 minutes early and making yourself a hot drink and putting the radio on or doing your skincare or doing something that really brings joy to the start of your day. I find putting on a podcast or just having half an hour of silence where I can focus on my intentions for the day for me that really really works and I enjoy that coziness to to my mornings. I've recently started to use the term romanticize and this is something that I think I will cover in another episode because it's quite an interesting concept and one that I have really enjoyed jumping on because romanticizing the day-to-day I suppose mundane tasks can actually bring a lot of joy and fulfillment to your days and simple things like romanticizing the darker evenings will hopefully bring a little bit more joy to this time of year and it's something that I'm hoping will work for me. I just think it's important that in order to feel that cozy vibe having little moments of joy such as your blankets and just really kind of romanticizing those moments will just bring a really cozy beautiful vibe to your to your day and I just yeah I look forward to those moments. Another thing I've been doing recently is reading. It doesn't necessarily have to be continuous because I have struggled to keep up the regularity of reading a book and I went through a phase where I read literally three books in a month to recently not picking one up for a few days and for me it's something that I need to try and get back into the momentum of doing so this autumn I really want to just pick up a book more often on the occasions when I will pick up my phone to look at social media I'm actively trying to remind myself that I don't have to look at social media I can actually read my book so I do take my book everywhere I go so that it's there And if I have a spare five minutes, then I will read my book. Although I've struggled over the last few years to really settle into reading, I have found that love again and creating a cosy nook on my sofa, which, as I've just said, that cosy vibe is a really nice way of resetting into the season. Having that cosy nook on my sofa to read from makes it more of an experience rather than a I should be doing this because I know it's good for me type thing. One thing I really really am trying hard to do now and will probably continue to do into the new year is to reclaim my evenings and weekends. I find my weekends are full of to-do lists and checking off everything I need to do that can't be done during the working week. Instead I'm going to try and reduce these lists and start adding in time to do things that make me actually recharge and reset before the week starts up again. Something I've really enjoyed doing over the past few days is colouring in. (laughs) I have three or four colouring books that I bought last year and I think I've only completed four or five pages of colouring in before I shoved it into a corner and forgot all about it. So I pulled these out of the cupboard the other day and thought to myself I'm going to get back into colouring in again because I just enjoy sitting on my sofa with a candle going, hot drink, immersing myself in a bit of creativity and colouring in is just a really easy, fun way to do so. I've also pulled out a jigsaw and have been trying to work on that 
the last couple of days. It's just finding new ways to spend my evenings and weekends where I can truly relax and focus on something else rather than the list of things I need to do. My evenings and weekends are spent catching up on everything I don't have time to do in the week. And by the time it gets to Monday, I am just as tired and I don't feel like I've had that relaxation time. So reclaiming my evenings and weekends, although it's not going to always be possible, it is something I want to try and make a concerted effort in doing to ensure that I get to Monday and I feel recharged again. Now, one thing I love to do is to declutter. (laughs) I go through probably monthly waves of I need to declutter, I need to clear out this drawer, I need to empty this box, I need to see what's in my wardrobe that I can get rid of or send to charity. Going into autumn and winter, I find my taste in clothes and decor has and can change. So I will spend quite a bit of time going through my wardrobe, going through drawers. And to make it fun, I tend to pop on a film or listen to a podcast and just sit there going through various different things. And going into a new season, I think it's even more important to spend some time just decluttering. If you've got that drawer that you keep meaning to clear out, just do it. This is your sign to go and declutter that drawer. (laughs) It doesn't have to be the entire house. It could literally just be that drawer. It could be the five or six handbags that have got leftover remnants from your nights out. Just little things like that that can help you go into this new season feeling like you've got less clutter to worry about and for me it helps with my with my mental health knowing that I've sorted out things I mean last week I went through my drawer of socks because I have so many socks and every time I go to my sock drawer I'm only picking up the same 12 pairs maybe so I could probably get rid of the hundreds of other socks that I have And it's just little things like that that will help to reduce that cluttered feeling. So yes, declutter is one of my go-to things to reset this season. Alongside decluttering, I also love changing my surroundings. So having a good old-fashioned room change is something I love to do. And I remember spending many, many nights as a teenager changing my bedroom around at nine o'clock at night. And that feeling of sleeping in your newly refurbed room was always, it was just always unmatched. And even if it was just your bed moving from one side of the room to the other, that feeling will always stick with me. And to this day, I still love to have a bit of a move around. I also find it quite a therapeutic way of cleansing the previous season and starting anew. The other week, I did actually have a bedroom change around. And yes, it was tiring because I started it at 10 o'clock at night, which... I don't know why I do that. I always have these ideas late at night and then by midnight I'm sat there like, what have I done? But by the time you finish and you get into bed and you wake up and you see your new surroundings, it just creates such a warm feeling. I don't know what it is. I just enjoy changing my surroundings. And sometimes it could be something as simple as moving the pictures on my wall around or putting a lamp in a different position or just moving my sofa in a different angle that can make things feel so different. When coming up with this list, I definitely had to add manifestation into the into the mix. I really want to make sure that I manifest good intentions for the new year. And although this is something that people usually do through resolutions, I am someone that doesn't really like to do resolutions on New Year's Eve. So for me, manifestation is something that I do all year round and will actively sit down at this time of year and come up with some good intentions that I want to take with me into 2024 or into the new year. It is something that I want to go into more detail about in another episode, but part of my autumnal winter reset is to start manifesting positive intentions for the new year and as I said I'm not a huge resolutions person and I do prefer to make manifestations that I can kind of start working on now rather than waiting until the new year and thinking right the 1st of January is when I start to do this or I want to be like that or I want to feel this. 
So for me, autumn is a really, really good time for me to start working on those manifestations and going into the new year already hoping and dreaming and knowing what it is that I want and need. One thing I love to do is to listen to music and I have so many playlists on my phone and they're all for different times that I've you know spent with friends or it could be a road trip that I've been on or it could be the time of year and I have all these playlists that link to a certain period of my life and one of those playlists I like to do each year is an autumnal playlist and in this I will add all my favourite songs that I'm currently listening to or if there's a certain vibe that I'm looking to create then I will maybe create two or three different playlists for this time of year. I tend to listen to a lot of classical music when I'm at home and during the autumn months and winter months I do prefer to listen to more gentle, soft classical music rather than pop music or rock music. I mean in the car I will listen to all of that kind of music but at home in the background I do like to listen to classical music so I've created an autumnal classical playlist which when I get home I just put it on straight away. There is a mixture of composers and artists that creates a really cosy ambience and I'm just listening to this as I'm pottering around the house or if I'm doing my decluttering or moving my bed from one side of the room to the other I will have this music on in the background because I just find it really soothing and relaxing. So I definitely, definitely recommend creating yourself an autumnal playlist and putting on all the songs that make you feel good at this time of year. If you're like me, you'll miss the days of heading to Woolworths to get your new school supplies. Nothing beats a fresh notepad. (laughs) I used to love going to Woolworths or Smith's or wherever it was to pick up my school supplies for the new year and or for the new term. And I just think that it's something that adults should should be able to do as well. So, you know, why should kids have all the fun? <laughs> I love getting myself a new set of notepads and pens to freshen up my desk. And something I always get is a planner and a wall calendar because I like to start adding exciting plans for the new year because going into December, January, February can sometimes be, I suppose it's those months that are a little bit darker and moods can can go quite low. And January, especially for me, is always a really hard, hard month. So to have the calendar with some plans already on it or some things to look forward to, it doesn't have to be anything too extravagant. It could just be meeting your friend for a coffee or going to your parents for dinner or meeting a work colleague for a dog walk you know it could be something as simple as that that you can look forward to in the new year so for me I just love going to the shops and getting myself a new notepad um, maybe a new pen um, and just creating a space on my desk where I can sit and make some plans and journal or you know create different different things and although I said at the start that I wanted to include things that weren't where you go out and spend money I think sometimes you can you know I can go to a shop and spend a couple of quid on a notepad and it makes my entire week because that's what that's what excites me that's what that's what I enjoy to do so as much as I'm not trying to make you all go out and spend lots of money sometimes it's nice just to go and get yourself a couple of bit of stationary bits and and go go home get all cozy and do some planning on the back of not spending too much money there is one other thing that i have spent some money on recently <laughs> and that is investing in a new pair of slippers nothing beats getting home and sliding your tootsies into a soft snug pair of slippers And although I've not always been a slipper wearing kind of person, something has changed in me. I don't know if that's because I'm hitting late 30s. I am in my late 30s. (laughs) But all I can think about is getting myself a pair of slippers. So I did go out to the shop and get myself a new pair of slippers and I have lived in them for about four days now. I just love coming home from work or coming home from wherever I've been 
getting into my PJs and putting on my slippers. <laughs> and it just makes me feel all warm and cosy and just bring something nice to my to my day. So yes, invest in a pair of slippers if you haven't already got a pair. The next thing I have on my list is to research recipes. As we go further into those colder, darker evenings, all I crave are delicious hot bowls of comforting stews and soups. I've started looking at new slow cooker recipes so I can plan meals, especially for those nights when I get home from work and all I want is an easy, mess-free meal and I can't be asked to make a 12-step recipe to give me all the nutrients that I need. So in the mornings I'll whack on my slow cooker and by the time I get home from work it's there waiting for me and it's just such a perfect way to come home after work. You open the door to this delicious smelling house where you know you're going to get a really good hearty meal. So I've been spending some time researching some slow cooker recipes so that I can start to branch out a little bit because my main go-to at this time of year is stews and soups but I know there are so many different recipes out there that are cost effective um, because usually my slow cooker, because it's just me, will allow me to make six meals sometimes and I put them in the freezer and I can bring them out whenever I need to. So it's just a really good cost effective way to make easy but nutritious meals. And at this time of year, all I want is that good hearty vegetable based meal. So I definitely recommend looking at some new recipes, maybe writing down some ideas of what you want to to make yourself so that you can have some really good hearty meals and satisfy that autumnal craving. I need to take a brief interlude because a certain four-legged friend of mine has decided that she's in need of some attention. So she uh, is currently here sniffing around. What are you doing? You're going to say hello, say hello to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> that's her claws. Claws on the table. Good girl. Yes, so Purdy is part of my autumn reset, but she's part of my everyday reset. She's such a perfect little companion. You're going to lie down now. You're going to lie down and let me record. Good girl. So moving on to the next part of my autumn reset is to take a self-care day. I love nothing better than pampering myself, but sometimes I don't make enough time to do so. Or if I find my mental health is dipping, that's when I don't look after myself as much as I would normally. And it's those moments that I need to really claw back that pampering side of myself, which I know I love and that I know does me the world of good but sometimes it's such an effort to put a face mask on. (laughs) So as part of my reset, I really want to make an effort to ensure I'm, I'm making enough time for myself. And with the colder days, I know I'm definitely going to want to prep my skin to make sure I have, you know, soft skin going outside into these cold evenings and hand cream to ensure that my hands don't get too rough from the cold and so I think um sorry Purdy distracted me again (laughs) um so I think uh for me what I want to do is just have a clear out of all my products that I I use because I do have a regular morning and night routine with regards to my um skincare and also the things that I use for my hair and you know, other other areas. So I definitely want to make sure that I spend some time having a proper pamper session. And by that, I mean all the masks, you know, hair mask, foot mask. This this time of year is definitely the time of year where I like to do a foot mask. And I don't know if this is too much information or if I need to put a trigger warning, (laughs) but I do like using these peeling feet masks, foot masks. They're they're ones that you put on and after a while your feet start to peel. (laughs) It sounds disgusting but it's just, it just makes your feet really nice and soft and I like to do it this time of year so that I go into the new year where I'm able to show my feet 
in flip-flops without worrying about what they look like. <laughs> so uh, yes, I like to do hair masks, face masks, eye masks, lip masks. Um, what other masks do I do? Oh, and my feet masks. And then in the shower, I just love to have my exfoliating scrubs. Um, and I just take time in the shower. And then after the shower, I like to use moisturiser and I will literally moisturise from head to toe and I put in a leave-in conditioner and I just really make time for myself and it's not possible to do this every single day. <laughs> Pody's on one at the moment. Why don't you lie down? Lie down and chill out. Good girl. And yeah, so I, I've lost my train of thought now. Okay, so what I tend to do if if it's a busy day, it's just my normal, my normal routine. So in the mornings I have, I think it's just a four step moisturising routine where I use a serum, a, a toner, um, a hyaluronic acid and a moisturiser. And then the same for, for the evening. And then if I decide I want to have a proper pamper day, I know that I'm going to need a good couple of hours because I like to sit there with a face mask on and then... I'll uh, wash that off and then I might put a another face mask on that is like more of a gentle moisturizing one and then I like to go in and have a shower and I can be in the shower for a good 25-30 minutes because I want to wash my hair and do a hair mask and just all these things that make me feel really really good and I have started doing something in the mornings when I've especially if I feel like I'm a bit puffy around the face I invested in an, an ice roller, which I think I got it on maybe on eBay or somewhere like that. It wasn't very expensive. It was only, I think I only spent four pounds on it, but it's something you put in the freezer and then in the mornings I take it out of the freezer and you just roll it across your face and it is the most relaxing feeling and it just makes my skin feel really good and um, I do suffer with dark circles around my eyes so I do find that a really relaxing way to start my morning so if it's a Sunday and I've got nothing going on I've got no rambles then I will make the most of the time I have available and have a slow morning where I you know use my ice roller and then I'll do the like proper pamper shower and it'll just make me feel really really good about myself and as I said before, it's not something that I can do every single day because it's not possible. You know, sometimes I'm in the shower for 10 minutes because that's all I've got time for. It's just a quick wash to, you know, freshen up before I go to work or a quick shower before I go to bed. You know, it's sometimes it's not possible to spend three hours pampering and shaving and plucking and whatever else it is that you do. So these are self-care days that I really try to make the most of when I've got that spare time and it doesn't necessarily have to be an entire day either you know for me the pampering can only take an hour or so but then the rest of the day it's just doing things that are taking care of you and that could be going for a gentle walk or uh, meeting a friend for a coffee or something like going for a swim, anything that just makes you feel like you're taking care of yourself and not thinking of other people for a few minute, few minutes. And again, this is not always possible for everybody because, you know, you have families and kids and responsibilities. And, you know, although I am a single person, I still have many responsibilities that I need to prioritise. And sometimes that self-care takes a back seat. But I am trying to make sure that I make some time for myself and that is when I like to do my self-care. Another thing that I really want to encourage myself to do every single day is to stretch and I just turned 37, well I turned 37 this year and I'm already starting to feel older <laughs> and it's it's simple things like I'm getting more pains in my legs or like in my knee and I'm finding when I've, you know, when I'm getting out of bed, I'm a lot more stiffer than normal and I have to like really stretch in order to feel okay again. And it's just things like that that I've noticed since getting a little bit older that I am um, finding in myself. So 
I have done some research online and found a few uh, videos on YouTube where I can just spend only 10 minutes twice a day stretching out my limbs to ensure that I'm looking after myself and my body has taken a battering over the years and especially over the last few months with various illnesses and my mental health challenges and rather than pushing myself to start an extreme gym regime which I know I probably won't keep up um, I'm instead just spending 10 minutes twice a day stretching out my my body and I try to make it into a a moment I suppose I romanticize my stretching because it's not something that I automatically want to do as soon as I get up and in order to make it a habit I want to enjoy this part of my day so I am trying to romanticize it and make it something that I want to do every morning and every evening. So I will sometimes light a candle or I might put on my classical playlist Um, and sometimes it might be that I just do it in complete silence and allow my my brain to to wake up after you know sleep or if it's in the evenings allowing my brain to shut down so that before I go to bed I have fully relaxed myself and I don't do anything extreme with regards to the stretching it is literally just a few exercises that I found well a few exercises a few stretches sorry that I found online that are for areas of my body that I know I need to pay a bit of extra attention to and usually that's my legs because I'm walking all the time Um, but also my back and my shoulders because of my job being sat at a desk through through the week so it's just finding the the right stretches that work for you and I don't usually have that much time in the mornings because I am a useless morning person but I can manage getting up just 10 minutes earlier to do these stretches and you know sometimes in the mornings I'll wake up and my first go-to is to have a look at my phone and I'm really trying to stop that habit because it has become a habit my alarm will go off and then my phone's in my hand so rather than that I'll just press the button and not look at my phone and then I may you know spend a couple minutes just waking up but then I'll get up and go straight into my my stretching and that really starts my day in a positive mindset um, and it also allows me to start my day very mindfully um, because I'm clearing my head rather than going straight onto a screen and looking at all the exhausting news and you know it's it's just all consuming the content that you have available to you at your fingertips so I try to make sure I I look at my phone later on in the morning and have at least half an hour where I can just wake up and be mindful. And this is also the same before I go to bed. I'm really trying to get into the habit of not looking at my phone too late at night. And it's not always possible because, you know, I do use social media for my side hustle, Cornish Ramblings. Um, And I, you know, speak to my friends and my family, but I am trying to make an effort to to shut my phone off at a certain... um, time of the evening so it gives me at least an hour or two before I go to sleep where I'm not looking at my phone and that is when I start to do my stretching as well and sometimes I even do it in front of the tv if I'm you know finishing off a film or something I might just sit on the floor and do some stretching and uh, then I'll turn the tv off and do my night routine before I go to bed and I've really found that has helped me with my with my sleeping too. Now this next point that I have put on my reset list is quite an obvious one And it's one that I do as much as possible, and that is going for a walk. And although I spend quite a bit of my spare time walking, it is something that I have to remind myself to do on those busier work days. So after a day of work and with the darker evenings, it's not always accessible to get out there for a walk. And as much as I love to go for a walk in the mornings... Sometimes it's not possible because, as I said previously, I am not a great morning person and just getting up 10 minutes earlier to do my stretching is is something that I'm trying to encourage myself to do, but getting up another hour earlier to then go for a walk is not always attainable for me. So in my job, I do have a lunch break and I am trying to actively utilise my lunch break to get outside and this doesn't mean I'm out 
for my entire lunch break because uh, I do like to obviously eat my lunch. (laughs) But even if it's just 15 minutes, it really helps with my afternoon slumps. And um, where I work, it's quite easy just to do a little loop and then I'm back and I still have a good half an hour for for my lunch. So it's just making time and utilising the the spare time that you have available to you to just get outside and go for a walk and even if it's raining you know I I have all the wet weather gear and there's no excuse for me not to go outside and so if it's if it is raining then I tend to do just a quick spurt around the block um, or if it's absolutely hammering it down then I may forego the walk (laughs) it's not something that I try to push myself to do because it's something I want to enjoy rather than rather than see it as a chore but I do know that as soon as I've been outside and I've got that fresh air that it makes me feel so much better. On the days when I may struggle to get out for a walk I will do something that I have um, copied from my beloved Julia Bradbury and she suggests just putting yourself in daylight for a few moments just to start your morning off so after my stretching I tend to open my front door and if I've got a drink I'll just stand outside with my drink for 10 minutes and that really just helps to reset my morning and give it a good boost to um, begin my day so if I know that I've got a busy day coming up and that I probably won't have time to go out for a walk just getting that exposure to the to the daylight even if it's a grey day it will um, help boost your morning and I really find that a good way to start my day especially if I if I know I can't really do much outside for the rest of the day and then in the evenings if I know I'm I'm coming home late from work and I don't have time to go out for a walk or it's too dark to go out for a walk then I know I've already exposed myself to some daylight For a long time I did struggle to find peace in the quiet and one of the things I want to encourage myself to do over the next few months is really find the joy in being quiet. So when I was at my lowest, when I was going through my mental health struggles, I felt I always had to have music on or the TV playing or a podcast going and even in the shower I couldn't just be peaceful I had to have a YouTube video on because I really struggled to find safety in the peacefulness it became it became something that wasn't enjoyable to be so quiet and I really struggled to find find peace in the quiet And as my mental health has um, gotten better over the last few months and I've really started to look after myself, I've really encouraged myself to try and find moments of joy when it's quiet. And where I live, it is very quiet. It's very um, rural where I live. I really struggle to say that word word because my accent, rural. (laughs) Um, But where I live, it's very quiet and it is beautiful and peaceful but sometimes when I'm feeling at my lowest that peaceful and that peaceful feeling can almost feel all-consuming and loud because my head is open to filling that space that that quietness with all the thoughts that I'm trying to quieten down so in order to do that I will put the tv on or I'll put music on or I'll be on the phone to someone and rather than trying to work through that piece I will cover it up with with sound and so something that I'm really trying to do and um, in order to help with my reset is to embrace the stillness and for that I'm trying to spend at least an hour without any sounds on that stimulate me and I find the mornings the easiest as it allows me to wake up naturally and begin begin the morning slowly and without that technology interfering and although it took me a while to get used to the quietness I have really begun to enjoy that time and I look forward to waking up in the mornings and beginning it in the peace in the stillness and whereas before it used to be a negative feeling I'm now making it a more positive experience so I also spend half an hour after work enjoying the quiet and especially if I've been working in the office and 
you know, I drive home, I've always got the radio on or my my music playing or a podcast going. And then as soon as I get home, I will not turn anything on until I've had at least half an hour just to unpack, you know, my lunch bag or have a shower and just have at least an hour, um, half an hour where I can enjoy the peaceful. And it just helps me transition from that work mode to home mode. And I really found that a positive experience. Okay, my next point that I have popped on my reset list is, and this may be a bit kitsch, (laughs) but I promise you it will help you reset into the autumn transition, autumn period, is to do some baking. And even if you're not a good baker, I reckon anyone can make some cookies. And there is nothing that beats the smell of baking cookies and cake that circulates your home and it will absolutely make you ready for hunkering down this autumn. And as much as I try to be very mindful about the food I eat and I do have to watch the foods I eat because it's so easy for me to put weight on and I am someone that has polycystic ovaries so carbs are not my best friend. But I also know that I want to be able to enjoy moments of freshly baked goods (laughs) and for me that is cookies. I do love freshly baked cookies and I don't eat them very often but I do like to um, spend a day baking and sometimes it's baking for other people and I don't do it as often as I want to so this year I'm trying to make an effort to do a bit of a bit of baking and I love to sit down after I've made something and pair it with a hot drink and maybe a few chapters of my book and it just creates a really wholesome afternoon you know you've spent some time creating something that you can then enjoy and for me that is cookies so if you've got a spare afternoon and you know maybe do it with your kids or with your niece and nephews or friends you know I I definitely want to do some baking with my friends then why not find a recipe that you all love and it could be a seasonal recipe or it could just be something from Nigella's book which I definitely like Nigella's cakes but they are indulgent (laughs) um then yeah get together and just do some baking and then enjoy your afternoon eating your creations the last thing I have put on my reset list and although this is a weekly chore it is something that I want to do this autumn and that is a deep clean of my house. And I do think that each season it's a really good a good idea to just spend some time having a deep clean of your home. And I find it such a great way of cleansing my mind as well as my home. And as much as I know cleaning is a chore to some... There is something quite therapeutic about spending a day just really going through your cupboards, your wardrobe, you know, everything. And it could be that you link this in with changing your surroundings or decluttering because for me, I just love going through all of my rooms and just giving giving it a good scrub from top to bottom. The other day, I actually spent a good two hours going through my kitchen cupboards and just taking everything out, cleaning the cupboards out and putting everything back in again and making sure that there was nothing out of day and just really making the most of decluttering my kitchen cupboards and I felt so great afterwards and then I moved on to my bedroom and went through, I've got um, these cupboards that I put, I store some of my stuff in and I pulled everything out and just went through everything and managed to find a bin liner's worth of charity shop stuff that I could send send to them and it just made me feel really great just to cleanse my house and then I went through and cleaned all my skirting boards and um, spiders have been creating many many cobwebs so I've been going around and getting rid of the cobwebs and just just little things like that that have really helped to cleanse my home and I sit down afterwards and I just feel really great about myself so that is definitely something that I will be doing a couple of times this season 
And there we have it. So my autumn reset ideas are, I probably have many more that I can add through the season, but they are the main ones that I really want to work towards to create a really positive transition between the seasons. And they are things that I will take into the new year with me and that I will, you know, continue to work on. But I do hope that you found some of these helpful and you may or may not have noticed that most of the reset plans that I've um, I've put in this list are free things because I don't want to spend a fortune on resetting because most of this does come from your mindset rather than materialistic objects. So although, you know, I went out and bought a new mug and a new pair of slippers, a lot of what you can do to reset is to do with your mindset. And, you know, I do enjoy coffee dates with friends and the occasional purchases to update my wardrobes. And I will do those things if necessary. But the main thing to take away from this episode today is that a lot of how you reset is within the mindset. And remember that making healthy adjustments in your life should not be an attempt to fix yourself see it as a way to start each season with good intentions but try not to take it on as another task you know we have so many tasks that we have to fulfill daily that the last thing that we want is to add a seasonal reset as a more stressful task rather than something to um, aid you so um, hopefully you have enjoyed this episode and you may have other ways that you like to reset and I'd love to hear hear them so please do leave a comment on the Q&A section of this episode which I will um, put a question which you can answer. Um, You'll also find me on Instagram by searching I am nobody and uh, you can email me as well which all the notes are in the um, description of this episode and thank you so much for listening. I will be sharing a Halloween special episode very very soon. I've got some spooky stories to share with you. Um, But until then, enjoy the rest of your week and I will speak to you all soon. Bye.